0: And now, today's traffic report from Super Mario Kart. It's a real race out there today, folks. People are driving like animals. A turnpike split in two and a turtle shell is making travel impossible for one motorist. Over on the freeway, it's bumper-to-bumper, door-to-door, wheel-to-wheel, you name it. And check your rear view, some blockheads are causing major delays. There's already been one accident there. And watch out over on I-94, a banana peel is making things a little slippery. And that's traffic. With two-player split-screen action, you've never been in a race like this. Super Mario Kart, only for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. No wonder the best play here.
1: Nickelodeon. 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 Nickelodeon.
2: Nickelodeon. Good morning Gut Buckets, this is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast Where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon My name's Joey
3: And I'm Andrew And I'm Jason And this is
4: episode 54, 1992, Year in Review
2: Mmm, the people have been waiting for it <laughs> Have they?
4: I don't know They've <laughs> been asking for
3: this one <laughs> Uh, 91 was a real cliffhanger. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what yeah I'm sure what was happen.
2: Slowly but surely, we'll figure out <laughs> how we got to this point. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did uh, 1990, 1991. Mm-hmm. Every year has been a little more relevant. Yes. And is that how you're feeling this time around? Yes, definitely. <laughs> this was the easiest one to compile so far, I think. Easiest to compile, but then also, like. Now there was getting... a lot of stuff. There. Yeah. yeah. So it was harder
4: to choose. Yes, yeah.
2: Harder to whittle yeah. down, yeah. I think. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the last few weeks, we, uh, of course, talked about 15. Yeah. Uh, we did our Super Toy Run episode, and we interviewed Venus DeMilo Thomas. Uh, all, yeah. all things that were really fun to do and uh, getting a lot of good feedback. Uh, we love yeah. hearing from you guys, yeah. so we'll... Uh, Let's, let's hear. Yeah. Uh, our first uh, our first email is from Vincenzo, or Vince. I'm still not sure which one he likes going by, but he wrote to us about 15. Uh, he said, hey, all you choky chickens and fat heads out there. Great show last week as always. Not lying. If it stunk, I would tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know. Um, so he says he has no memory of 15, but he decided mm-hmm. to check out uh, the episode we talked about, The Dislocated Swede he said within 20 seconds i realized i had turned on the kids version of general hospital i couldn't resist writing down some notes so here's what i thought uh first the opening theme song wow holy 80s batman <laughs> uh also Br- this brook chick uh she's giving me evil molly Ringwall vibes i think we are supposed to not like her <laughs> And I think that's right. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it becomes difficult on 15, though, because I'm not sure if I'm not supposed to like everyone. <laughs> Brooke is very clear, and Kelly is yes. very clear. but uh, Ashley, why does she look familiar? Oh, the faculty new girl, yes. Alien. Oh, yeah. I I did not think about that until I read this email. I
4: guess we didn't mention it, but uh, that's what I knew her from. Mm. And when I saw this, like, you uh, know, a few uh, years okay. ago or whatever, I was like, oh, <laughs>
2: Uh, she must really just had gotten stuck in that high school yeah, like, typecasting. Um, Kelly is close with Brooke; must be an evil sidekick. All this drama over missing gym clothes. Wait till she finds out it's meatloaf for lunch. <laughs> uh, this conversation with Brooke and Matt dislocated is not that funny. <laughs> the uh, the titular joke of the episode yes. it was a I'd say a rather weak joke. <laughs> Uh, give Olaf a break where's the classroom oh I hate these people Uh, this uh, Ashley skipped gym and went to the library no words Uh, Ryan Reynolds on the drums rest in peace headphone users Uh, apparently all the cool kids drink milkshakes Uh, Matt is a real stooge (laughs) you know in this episode Matt gets caught talking to another girl by his girlfriend but he's Uh been set up. He's been set up. Um, And this whole show gave me Saved by the Bell vibes, which we talked a little bit about. I'm at the end. So this show wasn't too bad, and I could see what it was doing to give kids their own drama show. I also hate myself that I want to see the next episode. (laughs) Catch you guys next time. 25 minutes of that show. I deserve a turkey sandwich. (laughs) Uh, So thank you, Vincenzo. Yeah. Uh, fun to talk about 15.
4: Very fun, as it <laughs> turns out. Uh, this one's from Allie. She says The first write in episode was so much fun. Like other listeners have said, all three of you came up with awesome ideas for your own episodes of Kenan and Kel. I could envision the scenes perfectly as you guys were describing them, and I was cracking up the whole time. I ultimately voted for Joey's episode as my favorite. Heyo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 because, uh, <laughs> Because the plot felt the most fleshed out. Not to mention the idea of Chris secretly being an amazing opera singer was hysterical and honestly plausible for a wacky show like this. I look forward to hearing more episodes you guys come up with for other 90s Nick shows. Might I suggest you try an animated show next? Maybe Rock was more in life. Speaking of animated shows, the animated versus live-action shows debate was a great way to commemorate 50 episodes of BOC. Personally, I have more of a soft spot for the animated shows. I like it. <laughs> N- nostalgia aside, I feel they've aged better compared to the live-action shows. I also appreciate the humor and storytelling more so now as a young adult, and I believe the animated characters are more well-known overall. The action, the live-action shows are definitely m- memorable, too, but if I had to choose, I'm sticking with the animated. Here's to the next 50 episodes and many more. Your gut-bucket friend, Allie. Hmm.
2: Well, thank you, Allie. Nice. Um, about the writing episode, we've gotten a lot of suggestions. suggestions. Suggestions of what people think we should do next, uh so we'll eventually make up our minds on that and let you guys know. Uh and then live action versus animated, the people the people have stood behind you. (laughs) So we definitely put up some voting and really in every category animated's dominated except for drama, I believe. Um so our listeners are team animated. I like it. Uh, what, what about you, Jason? Did you have, like, did you prefer the live-action Nickelodeon stuff or maybe more towards the animated? I
3: definitely watched the animated way more than the live-action. Okay. So as I was going down the list of that, is way more cartoons in my life than live-action. Yeah. Yeah. Still to this day, that rings true more often yeah. than not. Yeah,
2: yeah. Jason's a great artist. Oh, thank you. Uh, so, no surprises. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But as Andrew said, we're here to talk about 1992. I'm pretty excited to get into it. Um, We'll, of course, be doing our favorite in each category, a close call in each category, and our Ferguson, if this is your first episode, Ferguson simply means it was our least favorite of the year. <laughs> That's right. It's
3: not a reference to horrible events about four or five years ago as I learned. In Missouri, yes. J- <laughs> Jason
2: Jason thought we were being political. <laughs> it couldn't be further. Well, I guess Ferguson was into politics. Oh yeah. Um in fact in nineteen ninety two an episode aired called
3: I think president ferguson president ferguson yeah yeah. (laughs) anyways
2: um jason being our our guest um where would you like
3: to start well i'm going to go in the order that i wrote things down okay so let's start with movies cool great so i tried to approach this like as a kid and in movies as a kid mighty ducks was my favorite Mm. (laughs) it uh there, there was close competition in fact i kept going back and changing things but ultimately in a kid mind and this is not saying this is would still stand today mighty ducks was just i think it was the first time i saw the ambiguously evil mm. other team and yes. i'm like wow yeah. <laughs> so mighty ducks still looking back would have been my favorite thing That's cool. Yeah, that's a good choice.
2: Okay, so I went with... I I did this on 1991, too. Uh, I went with a movie that I both enjoyed as a kid. And in retrospect, I probably should not have seen this movie in (laughs) 1992. And a movie I still enjoy Mm -hmm. now. And my favorite movie of 1992 is Wayne's World. Um,
3: Well, I might as well say right now that's mine as well. Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) Mine... (laughs) didn't make the list because as a kid i hadn't seen it yet mm-hmm. uh, i did really like it um it just there was a lot of competition for me even looking back as an adult right. of what i liked that came out that year yeah. yeah
2: and your parents just didn't want you to laugh they didn't it was <laughs> shunned upon
3: we're uh, like 45 percent german so oh, okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um
2: so uh yeah just wayne's world holds up uh, okay. With time, I mean, I think it's, like, there's those 90 elements, particularly, like, the band that, um, what's her name that he's infatuated Tia with? Tia Carrera? Yes. Uh, the band she's in, you know, a little 90s, 80s <laughs> feel, but, um, she's so funny, uh, Dana Carvey as Garth, I think, really steals the show, um, so many quotable lines.
0: What are you thinking about? Cassandra. She's a fox. In France, she would be called La Renard,
4: and she would be hunted with only her cunning to protect her. She's a babe.
0: She's a robo babe. In Latin, she would be called Babia Majora. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln.
4: Uh, yeah. What did you think? I feel like it really fits into my. Like, the aesthetic that I grew up with right at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, that. Oh, I, I, I. Last time I picked. Um, what about Bob? Yeah. I feel like they're almost, I mean, they're not the same, but they're almost in that same realm, I yeah. guess, of people. Uh, but yeah, it was hilarious. I loved it as a kid. Yeah.
0: We're not worthy! We're not worthy! You're worthy, you're worthy. Get up.
2: I still love it. And it's really the life story of you and I, of just two guys sitting <laughs> in a basement yeah. creating a local access show. That's true. <laughs> wow, I hadn't thought about that before. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's you guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, the one thing I noticed about before we move on to close calls, I guess one thing I noticed about um, 1992 is that I think it's the first year of my life where, where I've remembered going to the movie theater. Um, hmm. Cause I saw it like starting in May of that year. I was like, Oh, I remember seeing that in the theater and I remember seeing that in the theater. So, Around this time must have been the time my parents decided this would be a good daycare (laughs) system of dragging Joey to the movie every week, multiple times a week. I mean, um, it's not on my list at all, but like, I remember seeing Encino Man maybe two or three times at the dollar show (laughs) one week because I must have dug it. So kind of cool going back and looking at this, realizing 92 is a year where things start clicking in my mind. Music, too, once we get there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Interesting. I must have gone to the movies <laughs> in '92. Yeah. The first movies I remember seeing in the movie theater are Toy Story. Okay. And uh, the Star Wars when they re- when they went back uh, and like yeah, redid yeah. them, but yeah. that's like years later. And I just I can't believe that that was when I first went to the movie theater. So yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I saw movies <laughs> in '92. But
2: <laughs> do you have a movie you first remember seeing?
4: I can't. Remember when Bambi came out? But mm. I know that was really early on.
2: Would that have been a re-release or the? If it panel?
4: wasn't, I mean, if it was before
3: us, then it must not have been that. Um, hmm. but Interesting. That's, that's the first one thing of my I earliest movie memories. Yeah, Bambi was. I mean, ninety-two. Aladdin would have been in theaters, and that was yeah. way after Bambi. Definitely so. saw that. Yeah, I don't I've know if I saw that. it in the theater, but I obviously saw Aladdin. <laughs>
2: uh yeah i remember seeing edward scissorhands Mm. Uh, i guarantee it's not my first movie but it's the first one i remember going to see and it really (laughs) freaking
3: me out a lot (laughs) we Uh, got uh hbo for a weekend or i don't know if you remember hbo used to give you like free weekends here and there to hook you yeah and edward scissorhands was on that weekend that we had it and so we had that on vhs from uh-huh. HBO you know, scrolling <laughs> nice. at the bottom <laughs> yes. but I, I've seen that movie a, a lot of times again <laughs> not in the theater but I've seen it so you still put it in on that same VHS <laughs> there's a good chance that VHS still exists because it's probably like Edward Scissorhands and Grandma's Birthday I uh, do yeah, so sure <laughs> uh,
2: okay well, so what was your close call for movies
3: uh, close call uh, again thinking as a kid was Radio Flyer
0: remember when you couldn't drive but you could fly when life was full of wonders, nature was full of mysteries.
4: <laughs> and the world was full of monsters.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But for two brothers, one monster was real.
0: Hey, what are you doing up?
4: And living in their
0: home. Everything's gonna be okay. I promise. You was chasing me in a Poverty!
4: Now, their only hope is to fight back.
3: The big idea, that's what I'm calling it. Because it's so huge and dangerous.
4: With the most powerful weapon they have, their imagination...
3: I've watched this movie since, and it's interesting because my dad says that there's only one kid in my dad's mind. and Because there's no way the other kid went missing and everyone's like, okay, he he went away. <laughs> And that's fine, and it's like, yeah, okay, well, now you ruined the movie for me, but uh, it's, I think Elijah Wood, that might be his first movie, I don't oh, know yeah. if it is, it's really early on in his career, obviously, as a yeah. young kid. But uh, I loved that movie. I watched it so many times. Didn't really understand most of what was going on with, like, the dad beating the other kids. So it was just like, what a happy, fun movie. (laughs) They make a thing and fly away, and the dad's not happy about
2: it. Yeah, isn't that interesting when you go back and watch movies from when you were kids where, like, your kid brain just eliminates the part of the story that... One, it probably can't understand, and two, maybe seems too dark anyways. Right. And then yeah. you go back and watch it now, and you're like, oh, this movie was about abuse. Yes.
3: <laughs> the darkest part of the movie was when the, for me as a kid, yeah. when the buffalo like came and talked to him, I'm mm. like, that's terrifying. <laughs> Meanwhile, his brother's getting beaten yeah. by a drunk, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like... That dad seems lame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy doesn't seem cool. <laughs> I have not seen this movie, and wow.
4: it sounds really strange.
3: It's from nar- your description. I think it's narrated by Tom Hanks, if I remember. Mm, I'm it, yeah, it, I'm pretty sure that he's like the adult version of the kid, but like not credited. You don't mm. kind of like a Charlie Brown, you never see his face. He's not going, <laughs> that'd make for a weird narration. Yeah. <laughs> a very bold choice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Um, my close call was Malcolm X. Um, hmm. it's my favorite wow. Denzel Washington performance. So for that reason alone, it should end up on the list. What are your favorites as a, uh, young man? <laughs> well, this is, no, no, I, <laughs> I didn't see it until college, but, uh, it's a one. I, biopics are real hit and miss for me, but, uh, I think it was like a great story to tell. They did it. It was really well made. And Denzel is just I don't know. It's like he's Malcolm. He X. He is Malcolm X. Yeah, and you that, forget that, that he's Denzel. That's Spike Lee. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Um, so yeah, I figured I'd have one that I lean towards as an adult. And there's a couple that I could have gone with, but I think that's the one. Hmm. That's the one.
4: Well, shockingly, I haven't seen that either. Oh boy, hmm. get it. get Two to it. Picks. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine is Encino Man. Oh yeah, I just had to, <laughs> especially at the time when yes. it came out. That mm. was. Such a great one. I don't know what it... It just, like, clicked. Yeah. So many hilarious moments. Still funny.
2: Pauly Shore. And I think... (laughs) it's top role, I would say. That's another thing. When we were kids, I think, like, to adults, Pauly Shore was probably this roll-your-eyes idiot who was appearing in movies, and to us, he was actually... Like, oh, maybe this guy is very cool and very funny. Oh, yeah,
3: he was definitely, he was like the epitome of cool. If he wanted to grow up to be that, and it's probably our reason our parents didn't like it.
2: Right. They're, they're, yeah, as 30-year-olds, our parents are like, oh, man, this guy is like <laughs> corrupting our children. <laughs> um yeah that's a good yeah, one brendan Fraser. yeah uh, maybe his best role <laughs> uh mm. it's like that or blast from the past i guess or the mummy uh, oh, he's the mummy he's back he's on a new show on fx oh. uh, mm. not that i'm here to promote that but i <laughs> saw him on a commercial and it was just he's back <laughs> brendan's back no but like seeing his face it was like a jaw-dropping moment like
3: oh he's alive <laughs> yes <laughs> score one for the 90s yeah
2: um, yeah, and yeah. we used to, we did, I remember watching that one quite a few times oh, as yeah. kids, and then we really loved, we loved Wheezing the Juice yes, in the convenience the store. No,
0: no, uh, uh, no, please. Uh, look, Kashmir Rajneesh, why don't you just chill? No, but still Link and I are cruising the mountain, bro, and we figure we wheezing a little juice. No, wheezing the juice. Wheezing the juice. No,
2: no, no, wheezing the juice and we loved whoever the guy is that played uh you know the mean boyfriend uh, yes. his slow head coming into frame yeah. to give sean Aston like the no
3: look i'm gonna have to watch that again because i did see it but i don't think that i've seen it since
2: i was a kid yeah it's
3: i think it holds up well i'm going I mean, i'm gonna take your recommendation thing ever but like it's pretty good yeah let me go see
2: it. As far as movies in about the finding <laughs> as far as movies go about finding a caveman in a pool, it's gotta be tops.
4: I feel like it's like one of those nineties movies that just would never exist in any other time. Except mm. right then. It was just yeah. like this weird idea. When else would you accept that as like a you know, is somebody pitching that to you as a yeah. studio head or I, that something?
2: Doesn't, that does not get made today. <laughs> <laughs> it fits in with that, like, Nickelodeon mold of, yeah. you know, just the right time yeah. for someone to have a weird idea. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Uh And Ferguson.
3: I had uh Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Oh. Um, and I, I felt this way because it, it was like that sequel where, and I don't remember for sure, but it in my mind's eye, it had different people cast mm. in some of the roles. Some of the roles were the same, some were changed. And I think that was around the age where I became aware, like, wait a minute, <laughs> that's not the same person from the other movie. A um, real deal breaker. Yeah, I really hate that when that happens. Mm. Uh, it's a real plus when they can get the cast back together yeah. again. Yeah. And, yeah. and as kids, it just they think, you're too, you're not going to notice that we supplanted a couple of these characters. Yeah. You're dumb. And your kids and you're just, you know. So that was yeah. the one where I was like, "Oh, this isn't honey, I shrunk the kids." Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. I um I I like that one. I haven't seen it. I will say probably since I was 1983 yeah, I or well. 4, like re-airing on TV, but I remember being thrilled by the idea of like kids stomping around Las Vegas. <laughs> um but I haven't seen it a long time, so maybe
4: that was really just, like, the very end, I think, wasn't it? Uh, I
3: mean, I don't remember oh, too many details. Oh, the kids but, stomping around? Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, I remote? thought
3: you meant the end of the series. I'm like, ah, <laughs> no, no, I don't know no. which ones were. Yeah, you know, but, there was Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, yeah, which yeah, was, that was. the next one. Yeah. yeah, that one was okay. Yeah, and it, they probably changed some cast members in yeah. that, too. Yeah.
2: I think the kids stomping around was a small fraction. It's like when I think of Lost World with, like, the dinosaur in San Diego. It's like, oh, that's just the last 20 minutes. Um, Oh, sorry, spoiler. Uh, (laughs) uh, My Ferguson, a little bit of a cheat. Uh, My answer is just Robin Williams uh, because he was was in three movies that year. Um, One that I enjoyed as a kid, Aladdin. Um, but he was in Fern Gully, which I truly disliked as a kid. I disliked really? Fern Gully? I did not like Fern Gully. I, like
3: I didn't like it when I looked back at it. I was like, Fern Gully, all right. And then I watched it, I'm like, but people need wood. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's not that I'm against the, its prop. Propaganda message. Uh, it's just that I didn't enjoy it as a kid. But my real, my real uh, Ferguson is Toys, um, wow. which is I think actually one of the like most visually pleasing movies yeah. I've ever seen. And that's why it's so frustrating. Is like I've over the years I've gone back to it a couple times, hoping that like maybe I'm just not seeing it. Yeah. But it's just such a there's something about the movie that's off and doesn't work, mm-hmm. and um, it feels like it should be great, and it's really kind of um, like, it just sits there, kind of. <laughs> Never um, seen it. Yeah, it's it's Barry, one of Barry Levinson's first um, great set pieces. Uh, Robin Williams, L, Cool J, um, jo- jo- uh, Joan Cusack.
4: It's been since I was a kid, probably since I saw it. So no. I, I remembered it as being really cool, but, yeah. but I don't remember anything about the story. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, well, mine is also... Honey, I blew up the kid. Um, <laughs> yes! <laughs> primarily for the reason that it was, it felt like just a huge disappointment after Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like, oh, that was absolutely. just so good and I loved it so much. And then Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, it's like, this was just a, it's just males in comparison. Yeah.
3: yeah. Cash grab. <laughs> Make some money real yeah. quick. Yeah. Turn out a crappy movie. Yeah. Sorry, Joey.
2: 05 <laughs> um, well, five-year-old me is furious.
3: <laughs> I'm sure you
4: can guess this, but the number one at the box office this year had to be Aladdin.
3: Yeah, it, uh, I was blanking out on it, even though I just talked about Aladdin. <laughs> and it, Aladdin would have been—that's one that would have been on the top of my list had it not been for The Mighty Ducks. And as a kid, now staying power, kids' movie staying power, Aladdin would have. Yeah. It, I'd enjoy that more. While I watched Mighty Ducks recently, I'm like, why are those other kids so evil? Just (laughs) hockey kids from across town.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it felt like, um, that feels like maybe it carries over from the 80s a little bit of, like, this evil Mm -hmm. power that, like, the good good guys have to go
3: up against. Right. It can't just be another team who also wants (laughs) to win. yeah. Yeah,
2: they have to be truly
3: right like uh, they've got ha- black uniforms and slick back hair yeah yeah i have the slick back hair yeah and that's what i mean that's what emilio does that really he gets yeah. the slick bagged hair towards the end and the kids are like what like, Guy <laughs> wanted his hair in place He's
2: changed <laughs> <laughs> um some other movies i noticed that came out that year that uh i, I toyed with but didn't make it anywhere a uh, home alone 2 came out yeah, lost in new york yeah I do um, like it. But... Yeah. yeah. And uh, Quentin Tarantino's first movie, yeah, Reservoir Dogs, yeah. also comes out, which is a movie I appreciate, but it's not my favorite Tarantino, and I, I, uh, I don't revisit it too often. put
4: it on there, but I decided to save it for Pulp Fiction in case <laughs> I decided to do that. <laughs> yeah, okay.
3: That's not one I go back to. I, yeah. I've watched it maybe once, twice, it's like, oh, this is cool, but he's also done all these other movies. Yeah. So, side note about him, he's... an a director that i love that he exists for the movie he makes mm-hmm. movies he makes but i would not want to have a conversation with him. i think that'd be horrible
2: um, yeah he does not seem uh he seems like he could be obnoxious yeah,
3: yeah. uh yeah a little bit
2: <laughs> well there we go we we got in our tarantino smack <laughs> oh you? god i hope he's
3: not listening
2: <laughs> uh Interviewing Venus De Milo, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you want to move on to, Jason?
3: Well, uh, songs. Okay. Gen-X oh boy. The way that I have things written down. Oh
2: okay. so, uh, What a category. <laughs> yeah. This uh, was this was tough for me. Hmm. Really
3: tough. This is not too tough. For okay. Me. <laughs> this I thought it was going to be tough, but fortunately, two songs that I remember vividly came out that year. Okay. So I kick it off with my favorite, was hands down michael jackson black or white oh wow and and it's there's so much story that goes with this (laughs) when i was a kid i didn't understand that the black and white video was not a television show Uh and i really wanted to see it all the time oh and you know i'd ask my mom when does the show come on You tell me it, it's not coming on. and yeah. Because I liked it so much, I think my dad took the opportunity to really mess with me. And I don't know if you've seen the video or remember it. Oh, yeah, it, but I remember it, it. You know, at the end when the doing the, the face thing, and then they pan out and there's a the one woman standing there. And my dad's like, you know, it was just that one woman the whole time. They just kept doing makeup on her. And I believe that. Because yeah. <laughs> I was a kid. And as I said a little earlier, kids are dumb. Yeah, <laughs> they were in the but 90s. It, but it's the reason you went into art. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Or it's the reason that I thought that uh, makeup was so amazing. Wow, should really look like an Asian dude and a white dude. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the song, I don't even know if it's because of the song, but it sticks out so much because of that video Hmm. and how important the video was to me as a kid. It's Hmm. a
2: pretty memorable song um yeah and yeah. it seems and it seems like a big event yeah. i mean that that was yeah the his thing. videos for a while
3: were yeah, just a thriller thing. they're huge like that. yeah that one was a little shorter i mean in yeah, the following w- years they'd be they would be yeah. like a show i think yeah. they had like 20 and 30 minute they they like moonwalker was a whole <laughs> yeah show yeah. that revolved around songs i don't remember it well but i remember watching that too yeah so,
2: and Janet, I think, did started doing the same thing. I remember that one with like the video in space. Yeah. I remember like little, that video, yeah, nothing yeah. else yeah. about it, but <laughs> that it was in space. Yeah, yeah. well, good for they. Yeah, I it's... guess they earned the right to do whatever they want, right? Yeah. yeah, um, my favorite, like I said, I labored over this. Uh, again, I realized that this was the first year where my older sisters probably started trying to introduce music to me, um, but my song of the year the song I still enjoy most is uh, Friday Friday I'm in love by the cure hmm. um, a just great upbeat uh, but very melodic song that I think stands the test of time uh, could be on the radio now and I think it wouldn't be too weird and yeah. just love I like the cure a lot and uh, this song I think is like one of their poppier songs and I I like I like cure when they're a little poppier than rather
4: downbeat That is very good. That uh, was close to my close call, Mm. not my top, but... uh, Yeah, that's a good pick. Cool. I like it. I went with Man on the Moon, R.E.M. Ah, yeah. Um, Still love it. Mm. Still, every once in a while, bring it up, and uh, it's
2: great. You know what's interesting? Uh, Well, I guess I did know it came out that year, because I saw the album came out, but uh, I hadn't thought about it as a song for the year, Mm. but I... It came out on in the card today, and
3: I was just oh. so happy to hear it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. A, it's great to hear anytime. But yeah. That's yeah. That's odd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Uh, aside from my Ferguson, I didn't even think of looking at these songs as an adult because I found ones that had stories attached to each one, and I'm like, well, ah. I'm, look no further. <laughs> yeah. These I remember these songs. Yeah. I wouldn't have remembered either of your picks because. Oh. I wouldn't have been listening to that yeah. music then. Um, I had no older siblings influencing my choices, so I was listening to things from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Yeah, oldies. I, yes, man. Uh,
2: I, I, I was. Yeah, I had a lot of that too. Um, uh, uh,
3: so, what do we have for uh, close call? Close call. I was so happy to see this came out this year. Was Genesis "I Can't Dance"? Oh my! Uh. And now, look, I don't like the song now at all. But as a kid. <laughs> Oh boy. I was like, he "Can't dance." <laughs> I took it very literal. You know, the song was so. Lit. I'm like, "This is this guy can't dance, but he walks." Interesting, and I can remember the car we had, yeah. and when this song would come on, I'd be like, "There's that song about the guy who can't dance." I took songs so literally as a yeah. kid. So, <laughs> well, it's and it's a very
2: oddly specific song, even for a song. There's nothing quite like a man singing, I can't dance.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah. So it, it stands out. It, it doesn't yeah. stand the test of time for me. Don't worry. Ben. I'm not going to play it after this.
2: <laughs> but uh, I, I, it's funny because, so I guess so far we've been on different pages, but I my memory, my vivid memory of that song is cutting the grass with my headphones on and that like at the time just listening to whatever is on the radio on the Walkman and that song came on and being like furious and I don't know why <laughs> I have this. Mo- <laughs> I don't know why I have this memory, but I do, of just cutting the grass and I can't dance coming out and being like, oh, I want this song
4: off so bad. Uh,
2: so. That was very close to my
4: Ferguson. <laughs> One or two away.
3: Again, I, looking at it in adults' eyes, it might have been... Well, first of all, I would have looked deeper into the music, uh, into the songs as an adult, but I just looked at it... Yeah, I didn't no, know music I... back then. I, when I was in sixth grade, we had an assignment where you had a list of your favorites, and one of them was music. And my favorite song that I could come up with was the Mission Impossible theme <laughs> Song, which wasn't a movie or a TV show I'd seen. I just really liked the music I had yeah. heard yeah. at one point. So Whoa. that should put in perspective where I was when I was eight.
2: <laughs> and, and this was for school, you said?
3: Yeah, it was uh, in sixth grade. I, it, I remember it really clearly, because I think it was funny looking back. Like yeah. I couldn't think of a song. Yeah. And I liked music. I liked older music, yeah. but... <laughs>
2: <'Cause> they- <laughs> your, I'm sure your teacher like your name ended up on like some list of like children to watch <laughs> uh, my my uh, song oh this was real tough so I'm I'm gonna keep my promise one close call and then I'll just mention the other ones what I'm doing <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with a song called My Drug Buddy it's by the Lemonheads mm-hmm. um, it's well, I'll uh, we'll, we'll, uh, play a little clip here
1: she's coming on um,
0: We'll go out walking, make a call on the way.
4: She's in the phone booth now. I'm looking in, there comes a smile on
1: her face. There's some the same stuff we got.
2: So, I don't know, just a kind of classic 90s alternative rock. Uh, the Lemonheads incorporate a little bit of organ into their music. Um, and this is a song, again, just memories. I remember my sister buying this album um, in, I guess it would have been 92. Uh, she's, she's older than me substantially. And uh, <laughs> she uh, she um, I remember putting in the tape and just one of those first moments of me asking, like, who is this? And, uh, yeah. Probably, like, one of those pretty transformative moments. Um, she bought it on cassettes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cassettes. Cool. Uh, actually, I found one of her cassettes not too long ago and I was looking at it and I was like, oh like this cassette i think like friday i'm in love was on there Ooh. um hurricane by bob dylan like i was uh, kite by nick hayward i was going down it and be like oh like these are all my favorite songs this tape may have changed my life <laughs> um so I'm getting
3: back into cassettes because they're hot again <laughs> <Yeah>. so hot <laughs> so hot no i've got a, i've got a cassette deck and I, I listen to cassettes again cool yeah yeah
2: why not if you got it, you got it.
3: Well, and they're cheaper than buying CDs, and I like to have a physical copy of something I really like, so yeah. $6 gets you yeah. the hot tape. <laughs>
2: we'll see if you can find uh, the Lemonheads tape.
3: Hey, yeah, I do what I can, but probably not still make it. Okay, I can tell you're not
4: going to. Uh, well, my close call is... She's actual size. They might be giants. Oh,
2: yeah. What else? Apollo 18? Yes. Okay.
4: That came out this year, obviously. Um, It is just a great one, and it, it didn't make my top song because I don't think that the version on this album is the definitive version, mm. but it's still great. What is the definitive version? Uh, there's a live one. Ooh, severe tire damage? Um, Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I know it's for sure on the um, Dial-A-Song oh, Okay. Collection. She's actually yeah.
0: size, but she seems much bigger to me. Never known anybody like her She's actual size As she drives
2: away
3: <laughs> Anyway, great song. Yeah. You
2: know, oh, yeah, that's it. I'm with you.
3: My Ferguson is uh, Tears in Heaven. And This one I did oh. as an adult. And it's just kind of like... <laughs> Too sad. Yeah. Tears in Heaven, uh, Eric Clapton, The Kid Falls Out of the... Uh, oh, you'd, you'd know it
2: to hear it. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah. Um... Yeah, so it's a tragic event, and I know the musicians like to, to capture that, but if you decide to to look into it at all, it's like, wow, super depressing, and yeah, I just, I don't have much of a reason other than I don't ever want to hear the song, Yeah, ever, and for just, me... Just knowing what it's about, you mean, like... Knowing what it's about adds to it. Yeah. Um, I wasn't crazy about the song to begin with as a song, but yeah, knowing what it's about, it's like, I don't want to think about that. I mm. have a young kid. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and kids love Windows, and yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like wow. I don't ever want to think about it. And it just wasn't. I've I've listened to sad songs like "Brick" by Ben Folds, where I know what it's about, and I like the. It's a good song. (laughs) This one's not that good of a song in my opinion, and I don't like the content. So yeah, there you go. That that's all. All all it is. That's
2: (laughs) sound reasoning. I will not not challenge that. Um, My my songs, uh, I guess, in a similar way is. You know, a song about heartbreak. It's uh, a song called Achy Breaky Heart (laughs) by Billy Cyrus. (laughs) And it's a song that I don't know who in my family, but someone in my family loved it. And so it was on a lot. And uh, I think even from that age, I went, this is just not the genre of music I will ever enjoy. (laughs) Uh, So Achy Breaky Heart is My Ferguson for 92. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, My
4: Ferguson is... Drive, by R.E.M. Oh. Really what? just hate this song, oh, and it's no. so popular, I mean, <laughs> from that album, uh, it just just no good. Okay. As far as R.E.M. is concerned, it's on the bottom of the scale, I think.
2: All right.
4: To
3: each his own, right? <laughs> sure, yes. Yes. <laughs> um,
4: but speaking of these songs, number one single this year? Um. Nah, I don't know. Whitney Houston... I will always love you. Oh, yeah, it's a big one. It is. Yeah, and, uh,
3: I don't hate it. I don't love it. Yeah, but you gotta respect it a little. Bit. <laughs> it, uh, it's a it's a once in a lifetime performance on that song. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah, I um, believe that's the Bodyguard soundtrack.
4: Yeah, yeah, um. yep. Yeah. What a great film! I, <laughs> I never think saw we all it. had it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <part.
3: laughs> well, my parents definitely had the cassette. I yeah. remember that cassette. In oh life. Uh, this is something I won't ever see. Now, I was thinking of, I'm a kid, I can look at this cover and say, they will never show me this movie. Yeah. And as a kid, you don't know how old you're going to get. So. <laughs> Did you ever think about like how old you're going to get? No. You know what's interesting about 1992 specifically is I turned 8 in 92. And I remember when I was 8 thinking, I don't want to get any older than this. Mm. I can do everything I want to do and I have no responsibility. I remember thinking that. And I don't remember thinking about what the other ages would be, but I thought I could just wish hard enough and stay eight. So I was never going to see Bodyguard. (laughs) I definitely
4: wanted to stay a kid as long as possible like i was very conscious of that
3: i couldn't even like imagine beyond school i think yeah i was like this can't exist (laughs) i don't think i think i can speak for me and andrew and say that we've done a pretty good job staying kids joe i'm not so (laughs) sure about definitely the the most adult out of the three of us it's not saying much it's saying very little Um,
2: (laughs) uh, no i remember asking my mom at one point, I don't know what year, but like, what if I don't get older? <laughs> and she said, "She she said you will." And I said, "How do you know that?" Because <laughs> I thought, like, what? Like, it has to be a possibility that you're just stunted, like, yeah. right? You just stop growing. Your body decides, like, you're just gonna be six forever. Yeah. And uh, I, I just remember her like really reassuring me. She's like, "You're gonna grow up. <laughs> you're gonna be older." And so I remember for years I thought about the conversation of like, well, I think she's right. Like, I think growing up weird stuff (laughs) right a lot of stuff comes out when you're a kid yeah yeah
3: uh where are we going next jason we're going into albums Mm. cool and uh albums is cool because i took a totally different approach um i wasn't listening to albums back then Mm. and so i approach this completely like an adult and my favorite (laughs) is uh far side the bizarre ride Um, That is a rap album, and I actually waited a long time to listen to it because just no reason. I I had it, and I just never listened to it. Uh I wanted to say there was a reason there wasn't. (laughs) Um, Wow. By today's standard, it wouldn't be considered mainstream rap. Uh, At the time, they might have been. But uh, definitely like an underground feel to it by today's standards. And it just, it's one of those that you can listen to every track and enjoy if you like that kind of music. If you don't like rap, you're probably not going to like it. But it's a fringe one where I've had people who aren't big rap fans listen to it and enjoy it. Specifically, Mm. the song uh, Yo Mama. Mm. and uh had i done the albums first that probably would have been my top song of 1992. <laughs> yo mama yeah. yo mama you still listen to it absolutely <laughs> I, I introduced it to a co-worker like last year and we listened to it about 10 times more <laughs> longer, so. oh, Okay. i've never heard the album i'm afraid yeah yeah, not or surprised. maybe anything
4: by Farsight, I don't know. They
3: had one other album that is, depends on who you talk to, not as good or mm-hmm. as good, and it's really a sleeper. So, yeah, it's uh, they had two, and they were, uh, I could be wrong, but I believe they were West Coast, but like the Bay Area West Coast where things were a little bit more fun. <laughs> a little calmer. Um, well, it, it's interesting, when you get into the rap location, matters a lot and the sound of the music matters kind of like with Nirvana Mm -hmm. that small band we talked about last time I was on
2: oh they um were on um wow unplugged unplugged Uh, Unplugged, yeah (laughs) but like Seattle
3: Seattle had that sound right (laughs) yeah (laughs) what was the other one sponge. sponge was it sponge? Squeeze. Squeeze. I am saying it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound like the poster. Well, I was band. testing you. And, uh... But uh, yeah, you get these really specific areas having a very specific sound, hmm. and so I could be wrong. They're definitely a California band, though. Okay. So, cool. Hmm
2: well um my favorite album as i was talking about with that memory of being in my sister's car is uh my favorite album of that year is by the Lemonheads, and it's a album called it's a shame about ray um which is there's a so- great song in that album uh called it's a shame about ray their most famous song from that album probably ended up being their cover of mrs robinson by mm. Gar- simon garfunkel so if you ever heard yeah. like the punk rock version of Mrs. Robinson Dead. that is the Lemonheads and it's yeah, the've heard that it's the last song from uh, it's a shame about rain
4: um, I feel like that has a really prominent part in a movie
2: it yeah I it's keep. been in a bunch um, oh
4: it was uh, one of the Wayne's worlds I think
2: uh yeah, it was Wayne's world too uh, oh, so. Cool. So, yeah. cool
4: nice um my album is slanted and. In- Slanted and Enchanted
3: ah, Pavement Pavement, yes, yes. I saw uh, that That came out that year. <laughs> <laughs> no, There's an album I could never listen to and I tried and it wasn't Yeah, I never got into Pavement hmm. I tried and Everybody thought it was cool but
4: <laughs> Well, I'm pretty big on Pavement That was the first one, I believe Yeah um, And it's great You know, not as great as some of the other ones But my album of the year, for sure
3: I Might have to give it another try yeah, it's good. It's it's really good. Um, it, uh, cool. Uh, what what about close calls? My close call was Angel Dust, Faith No More. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that yeah, gonna be your Ferguson land. It's <laughs> not.
2: No, definitely not, definitely not. I don't actually have any problems with that. No. Oh, yes. Uh, the
3: reaction was like, oh, what the that, guys?
2: <laughs> I just yeah. I didn't. I didn't catch it. it. Came out that year.
3: Yeah, it came out that year, and uh, I, I really like. Some songs by Faith No More, and some of them are on Angel Dust. Um, I didn't look too deep into it, but I'm pretty sure RV is on that, and that is my favorite song hmm. by them. So if that's not on there, my apologies. But <laughs> I'm almost positive it's on Angel Dust. Yeah, Scarecrow.
4: quite love it for real kind of way like i like it just because it's so kind of over the top and weird maybe. right they,
3: they do a really great version of the commodore's easy
4: Hmm.
3: and uh yeah a cover of easy really turns me on <laughs>
2: it's all it takes people
3: it's all it takes sing easy to me and i'm easy <laughs>
2: Um, my close call for album, ooh, I was between two, I'm, I, R.E.M., Automatic for the People, hmm. um, which had Man on the Moon, yeah, um, yeah. also had
4: Drive though, which is <laughs> the reason why I didn't make it to well. <laughs>
2: Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I was, I was really between that and, um, Dr. Dre the Chronic, just for its influence. Hmm. But, uh, i probably yeah. listen to R.E.M. more, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Dr. Dre I saw, and it was kind of the same thing, like, oh, I should put it on here. It's kind of like those Oscar winners that you're like, yeah, hey, I gotta see it. Um, yeah. Nothing against The Chronic, I didn't listen to it much, mm-hmm. uh, I got into 2001, or Yeah. nobody can tell you what that album's called, The Chronic 2001, there's no <laughs> title for it. Um, that was my Dr. Dre album, and I know I'm yeah. wrong. I should have liked <laughs> no, it. No no no. no, no, no. No, I'm not between us. It's In popular opinion, you're not supposed to like oh, that one. You're see. supposed I to I like see, the crime. I see, I see. I see. So,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I didn't discover it until much, much later. Uh, I'd assume. I certainly was not listening to <laughs> <laughs> it. I didn't need to. Uh, but REM I would have been listening to again because of my sister, who um, she actually gave me an REM shirt. Mm. Nice little thing. Nice. Whoa. Nice. <laughs> Uh, my
4: close call is Apollo eighteen ah. it might be giants. Yeah.
2: What uh, what else uh, is what else is on that album? Uh,
4: I Palindrome Eye. It's okay. probably like the other biggest one. Yeah. Um, I feel like they it's just not one of my favorites yeah. Of it's, uh
2: there. Yeah, I feel like it gets passed over a little bit. Great yeah. great album art. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love the album art, yeah. a few of the songs, but there's just so many. Yeah. It's just not my favorite
4: of <laughs>
3: them my ferguson was uh kice blues for a red sun and the kice is the uh, lead singer of queens of the stone age (laughs) um first band or one of his first bands and when i went to listen to these i'm like i love queens of the stone age they are my top five bands and i listen to this, I'm like, I don't like this that much. <laughs> and so, for me, it's, like, exactly what a Ferguson ought to be. It's, like, I, sh- I want to like it. Right. Yeah. I really do. It's It's got one of my favorite band's lead singers in it, and, he, I mean, he really is Queens of the Stone Age. Whatever band he's in, it's his band. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just didn't like it, so.
2: Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. That, again, sound reasoning. Yeah, it, yeah. It,
3: basically my Fergusons are all I just didn't like. Them, so... <laughs> Um uh mine was Kenny G, breathless. I uh, hmm.
2: hated the sounds oh. of Kenny G. Uh, I, I I have memories of being on the school bus and Kenny G coming on the speakers on the school bus and just uh didn't hmm. like it. Didn't okay. like it one bit. So no hmm. Kenny G for me.
4: Very good. Well, mine is uh Some Gave All, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> just okay. uh i don't even know what to say <laughs> not my thing right totally on the opposite end of the spectrum i guess <laughs> yes
2: We <Or> i yes
4: <laughs> um, do you know what the number one
3: album this year was
2: um it's gotta
3: be far side the bizarre ride
2: <laughs> <laughs> was it the bodyguard soundtrack no i can't uh, believe it now
4: that you just said that it didn't hit me before but it is in fact some gave all
2: Oh no! Like <laughs> <laughs> wow, that stinks. Yeah. Um, you know what I thought else I could have a chance? Um, speaking, uh, we talked about Wayne's World. That was a huge soundtrack. Brought yeah. that kind of re-popularized Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, that's true. and um, that seemed like a big deal.
4: Well, soundtracks, I guess, just don't hold that kind of weight. Yeah. They didn't. Like, yeah, yet. I,
3: I don't think they ever have. With me, they did, but... I love soundtracks, that's, soundtrack. that's from... <laughs> how I got into most bands that I liked when yeah. I was younger, is I heard a song, yeah, that, and, a, and then yeah. I went and picked up the soundtrack, and then I got into the whole catalog.
2: Do you have a favorite soundtrack of all time?
3: Of all time? Oh,
2: boy, I didn't know I was going to be asked that question <laughs> like that. Uh, well, uh, here, you, you think uh, I'll start, mine's easy, Dumb and Dumber. Hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of songs, Crash Test Dummies, uh, The Primitives. Um, they had that cool cover of uh, Get Ready. Um, yeah, love that soundtrack. This is kind of a weird one,
4: but mine is the Animal House soundtrack. Hmm. It's really just. Uh, it's got like uh, I don't know what year Animal House was supposed to take place in, but it's got like songs from. That like it was supposed that
3: time to be period, the 50s, so 50s, okay. yeah, 50s or f- possibly 40s, but I'm almost positive 50s.
4: So, like, some a lot of R and like, but like the type that I like, I guess. It's mm-hmm. like, it's weird, it's a weird <laughs> it's soundtrack, a but great,
3: yeah. I really don't know this one off the top of my head. Uh, the Kill Bill soundtrack actually uh-huh. comes to mind. That's a good one, yeah. yeah. Um, because i I own that i owned a lot of tarantino movies he uses music so well a lot of his i have i actually still have the the soundtracks because they're so beat up i couldn't trade them in when i got rid of all my (laughs) cds but uh yeah so probably kill bill because i know i love that Uh, no it's a solid yeah
2: Yeah. where are we going jason
3: uh we are on to books all right
2: We've struggled on this category in the past year in reviews. A little easier this year.
3: Yeah, suddenly I've got I think too so. much
4: almost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what did you have, three? <laughs> um, I,
3: I saw a lot of the movies that uh, books came out this year were based mm. on, but I excluded those. Mm. Um, my favorite book was the one book that I read from this year, and that is Rising Sun by Michael Crichton, Yeah, um, which is a subject matter that we're not too concerned about anymore. Uh, the Japanese taking over, uh, but I guess in the '90s that was a big deal. And it really, it actually was a good book. If it, if I had not enjoyed it, I wouldn't have put it as my favorite. Yeah, so.
2: I haven't read that one. Um, it,
3: neither have I. Do you like Michael Crichton books? Yeah. it's enjoyable. Oh
2: well, I liked Jurassic Park. <laughs> have you Have you read any other ones? No, I haven't.
3: It, it was It was pretty enjoyable, and it was interesting yeah. to think about this was a real concern or this wouldn't have been an interesting book at the time and it was good to the point that they made a crappy movie out of it yeah movie wasn't good okay <laughs> so <laughs> uh
2: my favorite book is not only my favorite book of that year but one of my favorite books of all time and it's actually now uh in some high schools mandatory reading uh it's a book called ishmael by daniel mm. quinn uh, and it's about a guy who sees an ad in a paper the guy's kind of just going through a downward spiral and uh sees an ad of in a paper promising to pretty much like give you the answers to life and he goes and it's just an empty room with a gorilla sitting in the middle of it and he converses with this gorilla and the gorilla is like all-knowing not all-knowing but incredibly intelligent and shares with him like philosophies on like why the world is the way it is and how it evolved one hmm. of those hyper realistic oh, books. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> we've all, we've all been there, Jason. <laughs> uh, but no, like the, it, I credit it for kind of changing the way I think about like people and hmm. how people behave. Um, it's a really good one, Ishmael.
4: That's weird. I mean, it sounds way better than I imagined. I just assumed from the title that it had something to do with Moby Dick.
2: Oh, it was like <laughs> I just didn't
4: even look at it beyond that.
2: Oh no, yeah, just the uh, it was the gorilla's name, Ishmael. Um, I actually ha- handed to me by a high school teacher when I was oh. in high school. Um, they said like I think you'd like this. Hmm. And I loved it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, have, I think I have two copies. So if you want a copy, yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. All right. Um, three. <laughs> <laughs> sorry jason you'll never read a show. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was a way to get my hands on a
4: copy um i this time split it into what i would pick as an adult and what i would pick as a kid just because oh. it was so stark um <laughs> so as an adult i pick snow crash by neil stevenson and it's a sci-fi book oh. it's like uh takes place in virtual reality but like yeah. at the time when this came out especially it's like uh, just kind of crazily before it's time. I guess. Yeah. Um, but just really interesting, really great, really great. Um, mm. And as a kid, I picked Goosebumps, Welcome to the Dead House. Yeah. First Goosebumps book kind of blew it up for me <laughs> the, as a kid, so
0: best-selling author in America, R.L. Stein, wants to give you lots and lots of Goosebumps three different ways.
4: First, Goosebumps books, where the terror began,
0: and the screams go on forever and ever. Then give yourself goosebumps. The books where you choose from twenty different scary endings. And coming soon, Goosebumps Triple Header: three stories in one monstrous book, three times scarier. From Parachute Publishing and Scholastic Inc. Available where books are sold. Write
4: us to get information on how to join the all-new Goosebumps Fan Club. Goosebumps—they're so good. It's
3: scary yeah Yeah. i I was looking for goosebumps on the list and none of the goosebumps that were credited with 92 were ones i had read so Mm. if if one i had read was on there that would have been a hands-down favorite because goosebumps were goosebumps oh man (laughs) they sure were (laughs) Uh, so this was a tough category because i didn't read a lot so i looked into the comics that came out during that time period Uh, and so my close call was a comic and it was sin city and not because I, I didn't really like the stories, the writing style of Frank Miller. I really liked his art, though. Mm. Yeah. so And his art influenced my art heavily for periods of time. Right now, I'm kind of away from it, but kind of like, nah, I think I want to go back again. <laughs> yeah. um, and then just to mention a couple other really big stories uh, that came out in comics was Future Imperfect with uh, the Hulk and Maestro, and then uh, Infinity Gauntlet, which is really affecting the marvel universe right now <laughs> yeah. in the movie so it, uh, that one's pretty relevant but that yeah. storyline came out in 92 oh yeah hmm, so cool big on sin city i liked i really like that and i do love how it looks uh, but i haven't read the other ones my stack of comics and comic related things to read is immense mm-hmm way behind and trying to keep up with stuff as it's coming out what and are you, going back what are
2: you doing doing a podcast
3: <laughs> i should be reading right now bye jason <laughs> um
2: my my close call was goosebumps welcome to the uh dead house um same same thing kind of la- launched me into that universe Man. um i actually r.l stein was one of the first i guess i haven't done it many many times so maybe one of the only celebrities i ever wrote a letter to when i was a kid Mm. like mailed him at the p.o box thing they probably gave on the book uh and got a letter back with his signature like it was a type letter but you know signed and just saying like thanks for being a reader and dictated not read oh i'm sure yeah i'm sure (laughs) uh yeah he was he was uh really in demand at that moment Oh yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> and probably busy writing the like ten books he wrote a year. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: real quick, I forgot to mention um, a couple other songs I think of note that came out um, '92. Hmm. Uh, "No Rain" by Blind Melon came out that year, oh. which of course had a classic music video with the girl in the bumblebee costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty memorable. And one I just remember hearing around my house all the time that has a special place in my heart: uh, "Tennessee" by Arrested Development. Hmm. Um, just a, I don't know. It beautiful song great song hmm. okay that's awesome. Okay. yeah
4: well my close call adult book is the secret history by donna tart hmm. it's a mystery like takes place in like a uh, what do you call it ivy league college and it's like these kids get into this weird like almost cult like thing but it's really good And uh, as a kid, it was The Stinky Cheese Man and Other Fairly (laughs) Stupid Tales by Joe Sezka, I want to say, is how you pronounce it. Um, But that, as a kid, I loved that. It's got some really cool artwork in it. Just a really interesting, weird book.
3: I I wasn't going to pick one that I'd never read. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Ferguson? I don't have ferguson because uh like i said i read one book from that list so there's a couple movies that i enjoyed the movies but i liked them both so i can't put those out of ferguson either okay so i'm going to have to bow out
2: i just went with my least favorite goosebumps from that year Mm. uh, which was stay out of the basement Mm. um just not my favorite one okay i did not have ferguson either okay Well, Jason? Uh, video games. Video games. Mm. Big category this year. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I got rid of all of my notes for all the other ones, so I don't remember everything that came out. And I did it intentionally, so I wouldn't talk about them. <laughs> um, my favorite was, and this was, I mean, it was a contention, or contended position, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2.
0: No, when you buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1, you'll get Sonic 2 absolutely free. Sonic 2 handles stubborn stains. Embarrassing bald spots, no problem. It even slices and dices, makes thousands of julienne fries. But wait, you can play it too. This free Sonic 2 is a $54.99 value. You get two Sonics for the price of one. Sonic 2 fits easily into any tackle box. Made from a space-age polymer plastic for years of family fun. And pets love it too. Buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1 and get Sonic 2 free. Act now. Wiener Dog Sweater sold (sighs) seven.
3: I I was a Sega guy growing up and I should I'm, say... I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I should say that I played Sonic the Hedgehog 2 primarily with the the Knuckles as the character, mm-hmm. and I liked it because I was horrible at video games. And I don't know if you're familiar out there, but you could plug this game into another game, and you could play as a character that mm. was a super cheap. Yeah. Very easy to get, like, 20 I remember, lives. Yeah, I remember this. You could fly over the entire level. Yeah. Um... I played it to death. Um, I, With what? the cheat? Oh, yeah. Well, it's not a cheat. <laughs> you were allowed to do it, it was an option. But I
2: thought you liked playing as Knuckles
3: knuckles yeah that's not a cheat you're allowed to do it I, it was like an official thing It was all like right. an official thing you okay. came with this you can go back and play knuckles all and then right. you play it and you're just like wow look at all this stuff that's everywhere i, I couldn't find this as Sonic. all
2: right all
4: right
3: um i did I hey have since gone back and played it as sonic oh okay because i can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> knuckles without the cartridge so uh but that just, in terms of how much it was played, mm-hmm. uh, not really whether or not it was a good game or what else was out there. I played this game more than any other Sonic game and probably more than most Sega
4: games. So. Mm-hmm. Very good pick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I preferred Mario, I guess, always, over Sonic. but Most people do, in me. my experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, back then there was Sega and yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, it yeah. yeah, was a real thing. And you didn't have... Uh, you didn't have parents who were like, no, you get both. You, yes. you had one or the other. <laughs> and right. My neighbor's parents had Sega, and my parents had go play outside or go play with <laughs> your friends. So I was I, uh-huh. really locked into the Sega. Yeah. Uh, and Sonic Dead Shark 2 was big. Yeah. Cool.
2: Did you have a Sega?
3: No. no? Super Nintendo. Oh, and boy. Nintendo.
2: So how did I... I have memories of playing Sonic. I don't know where I played it.
4: Um, definitely there were people in our neighborhood that had sega okay. versus people that had super nintendo okay like, I just remember <laughs> that distinctly dealing with that yeah um, but uh yeah All right. i was always more nintendo oh yeah
2: oh yeah yeah my uh, my favorite video game of 92 and really an all-time game changer uh super mario kart um that's mine as well. Good.
3: <laughs> had, I just had to do I it. I saw it on there. It's... I knew you guys would pick it. Oh, yeah. you did!
1: Yay! Hey, yeah.
3: <laughs> I wasn't wrong. Smart guy. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you like Super Mario Kart? I don't think I played much of the Super Nintendo version because my friend had Sega. Hmm. So going Wait. back, version. Well, the you could play like the other incarnations okay. of Super okay. Or, or okay. of the Mario Kart. I do like Mario Kart 64, loved it. Yeah, um, that's my favorite. My wife is really good at uh, Mario Kart 8 now, huh. mm-hmm. and we've been playing that a lot, and I have lost to her every single time. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: Well, why, don't, why does she come in? Because I, like, uh, I want to talk to winners. <laughs>
3: <laughs> beat her at Street Fighter. Oh, okay, all right, all
2: right. Back on even ground. <laughs> so, uh, of of the Mario Karts, your favorite, absolute favorite?
3: Ooh, I 64 is the one that I played the most. Yeah, same. Um, and right now, it's like 64 and 8. I kind of miss the ones in between, so. Yeah. I, I know I played them, but those two stand out.
2: Okay. Andrew?
3: I don't even want to make the call, oh. but
4: it's between 64 and the GameCube one. Oh. They're both, like, just
2: great to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just a... Double dash. That's Double Dash. Oh, right. I, yeah, I played that. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'd i say probably, I'd give the edge to the 64. Going back and playing the one that came out in 92, uh, Super Mario Kart, I remember at the time being like, feeling like I mastered it. Yeah. And then it only took a couple of years of not playing it to go back and go, oh, this is impossible. Because <laughs> yeah. like, you got used to the 64 controls, and then GameCube, and then Wii, which totally... Disoriented. If you play the Wii one for long enough and then go back and try to play the Super one, you're just yeah. totally disoriented. Um, but it's a really great game. Yeah, at the time, um, I played that like crazy
4: with my dad and my brother. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> beyond
3: whatever. Yeah, it was just one of the greatest. So that was it for me. Cool. My close call. I, I actually ended up having. Kind of like a, as a kid, as an adult thing, mm-hmm. uh, Wolfenstein 3D came out in 92 and mm-hmm. on the computer, and I think my aunt and uncle had it on their computer or something, mm. and I played a lot of that. <laughs> and I've actually I started playing it recently again, and it's I mean, it by no means holds up, but it's still fun and probably nostalgic. And then as an adult, I discovered Yoshi's Cookie,
1: mm-hmm. which came mm-hmm. out in
3: 92. And I had a friend over once, and made him. And he was not a friend into video games. I made him watch me play it. And I mean, this is like we're adults. Not like, <laughs> not like like a fifteen-year-old is like watch me play this game. I'm like Dude, this game is awesome. I loved Yoshi's Koji. Yeah. Game. So those are my close calls um, for different reasons. I really
4: played that a lot on the Game Boy when it was out. Uh, yeah, second to
3: Tetris in my mind of puzzle games, I guess. It even I haven't played it in a long time, but I remember thinking back, like, wow, this is really, I mean, because you had to match, if there was five rows, you had to match five things. If there was four, four, and mm-hmm. so the longer you let it go, the more challenging it yeah. was. I just remember thinking it was a really cool system.
2: Yeah. Cool. My uh, close call was Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Mm, good. For all the reasons people love it.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a street fighter.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: That was the arcade that came out that year, which is the only reason I didn't yeah put it on the list. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: now the port of it for mm-hmm. Nintendo didn't have the blood, right? Yeah, the
4: Nintendo one didn't have right, blood because
3: Sega does yeah. what Nintendo. Yes, that, that, that was the, that was one of the. Th- yeah. that, that was the big. That was the big thing. Nintendo. <laughs> that that was an ad that they ran. Sega does what Nintendo. <laughs> and it was it was over the fact that they had the blood in it from the arcade. Mm-hmm. I think, if I remember yeah. right, yeah.
2: Yeah. Whatever Sega had to do to get a leg up. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, who's still a oh never mind. <laughs> Um, mine is a computer game. Actually, it's King's Quest 6 mm. Air today, gone tomorrow. Wow! Played it like crazy as a kid. Uh, Melissa, with Melissa, she would love this one. Yeah. Uh, just, I don't know what it was about. It was like a role play. Well, was that a? Point it was and a point and click. And click yeah. Yes. Um, and the, at the
3: time, the animation was like
4: pretty great when it came out. It was just a yeah. cool game.
3: Yeah. I played one of those. I, I don't know if it was a King's Quest, but all, all I remember is I had to find a woman's mole. Like, she had an <laughs> imported Italian mole that she lost, <laughs> and you had to find it. I don't know if that was King's Quest, but it was one of those point-and-click ones, and I remember thinking, this is strange. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
2: I have no experience with King's Quest, hmm. but I will take your word that it was good. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Was, the point-and-click were interesting. Yeah, I loved all that. Yeah. Uh, my Ferguson... I, I, probably by your standards would have been a cheat uh was the sega cd system mm. that that attachment came out that year i think that was the year it came out over here and one game comes to mind and it's the only game i remember on it was uh cliffhanger mm. and i just remember thinking if this is what this system can do this system is garbage <laughs>
4: Uh, I don't know if it was on that... I mean, I remember on some of those CD systems, um, it was like that uh, movie... I forget what it was called. Like, live... Something Uh, capture... Yeah,
3: like... Motion capture
4: something? Yeah, something like
3: that. That's, like, all they did. Yeah. Yeah, It was horrible. It's just,
4: like, you watch it, and then you pick, and then something else happens. Like, it's not a game. Like 3DO? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, These aren't games. This is just... (laughs) They had actual games you could play, too, but, I mean, it was basically you the uh cliffhanger was the guy was like in the middle of the screen and you'd move and you know the screen's just flying at you instead of anything really happening it was bad and then i saw cliffhanger years later i'm like this was what that game was based on yeah so yeah not not great yeah i don't think that game came out in 92 it might have but the system was just a piece of garbage
2: <laughs> um mine was and i I, I picked it, and then I read a little bit about it and found out that people like it. Uh, it was Super Star Wars. Um, oh,
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> found out that it was awarded Best Action Adventure Game in 1992 by Electronic Gaming Monthly, as well as Best Movie to Game. Um, but it was a game that I, and admittedly, am not a good video game. I'm not a good gamer. Uh, I struggled with. <laughs> Uh, a lot and quit on a lot and remember, I remember really wanting to be good at it and just couldn't quite crack it
4: that may be, have been part of your downfall cuz i think anybody who has played this game will agree that it's one of the most difficult like unfair <laughs> games ever. Yeah. Uh, it looks awesome. And it the gameplay great. is super fun yes, but it's it so great. hard. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's ever beaten any
2: of them. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> cuz uh, yeah, this is to- solely based on my experience with the game. It did look great. Hey. Uh, but that's my first reason.
4: Cool. Hmm. Um, my Ferguson is Noah's Ark for the NES. Um, oh. No. Just, uh, it's like a Mario-type game, except much, much worse. Uh, <laughs> like, kind of a... It was like a official bootleg game. Like, uh, before yeah. they were outlawed, kind of. Like, it was like a company who made it
3: and somehow got away with it. Yeah, there was a, a couple of those religious-themed yes. games like that. I think The Wall of Jericho was one, which... Mm-mm i actually really enjoyed but on the sega you you it was the different case uh, you know the casing for the cartridge and it's yeah. like something doesn't seem right but yeah they
4: uh this and uh there was another one that was like uh 10 commandments maybe or something <laughs> but it, it came in like a weird blue cartridge it's yeah. like what it's supposed
2: to like, look like a bible or <laughs> no It just they,
3: they the cartridges for sega look they were different they kind of look like um the road rash cartridge i Mm. think it was similar in how the road rash cartridge was slightly different if you haven't seen it it's like more square as opposed to rectangle and had a little yellow tab on it (laughs) stupid yellow yeah these ones had some they were something like that too (laughs) so
2: well uh it was it seemed like a pretty good year for video games in general yeah but uh where do you want to go, Jason?
3: Uh, we are going to TV shows next.
2: Yeah. TV shows, I didn't think it was uh, a good year for TV shows at all.
3: Not really, no. It, it wasn't great, <laughs> but um, a couple shows that I remember really liking as a kid came out that year, and I think it was pretty much, there were two, mm. and I also happened to really like them, so my favorite would have been The X-Men. Ah, mm. oh, yes. Yeah. I like the comics, and it, I mean, it kind of holds up to watch as an adult. Not hmm. great, but... I, was, I went and watched a couple episodes recently thinking, I'm going to hate this. It's going to be bad. It's going to ruin my memory. And it didn't. It didn't. It was like, oh, it's pretty much exactly how I remember it. Yeah. So,
2: that's nice when that happens.
3: Yeah, that was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yes. looking back that it's like, oh, as an adult, this is what I go back and rewatch from 92.
2: <laughs> so, that's, uh, that's good. Uh, mine's kind of like that, except I really. When I've seen it. Uh, I haven't mind watching it at all, so uh, I picked Batman the Animated Series. Uh, That's my pick, too.
0: For it was the Batman who made me the happy soul I am today. How I agonized over the perfect way to thank him for that. Perhaps with a cyanide pie in the face.
2: (laughs) Okay. Um, loved it. I mean, I there was a mo- time period in my life where I rushed home to watch it. Yeah. Um, I remember it would be like that, anima- an- Animaniacs, and uh, yeah. or like Looney Tunes. I forget what the lineup was, but um, I remember that was like a real linchpin. Yes,
4: I especially loved the animation in that mm-hmm. show. Like it looked different from all the other cartoons at the time, um, and it just felt a little better. Like, yeah. the writing was better than some of the other animated stuff. Yeah, the
2: voice acting was good. Yeah. The villains were really well done. Yeah. Like, really
4: cool um, title
3: cards uh-huh. of the episode. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't Love see much show. of it. I didn't, I didn't have anything against it. I, I know when I was younger, my parents said I couldn't watch Batman. Uh. And they meant I couldn't watch the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman. Uh. Because... There were scary scenes in it for yeah. a young kid. And I took that to mean I couldn't watch any Batman. <laughs> so I probably was just like, I'm not allowed to watch Batman. So
2: yeah. You know what's interesting about this? And I swear I hadn't even thought about it before we asked you to come on for this episode. The one and only time I have ever watched the Adam West Batman
3: was at your house in high school. Did we watch the 1966 movie?
2: Yes. Yeah, the that, bomb? Yeah.
3: Yes. That's a, uh, hopefully I converted you and realized <laughs> that it was a fantastic movie.
2: Uh, it was a very memorable, like laugh out loud experience. And, right. Yeah. It,
3: it was meant to be funny and I think yeah. the whole show was meant to be funny and people our age didn't realize that we'd watch yeah. it and be like batman serious <laughs> and look they're screwing it up well yeah. no they're doing it on purpose like
2: yeah. where is george clooney <laughs> <laughs> why isn't he brooding and where are his nipples <laughs> oh man i
3: love that movie i need to re-watch that now yeah um, well kind of a
2: weird coincidence yeah. yeah
3: no that's funny i i hadn't even thought of that as much as i love that movie yeah um all right my close call goof troop <laughs> mm. Yeah. I uh, it, And it was back and forth between. At first, I had Goof Trooper in down as favorite, and then I saw the X Men. I'm like, nah, I, I think that that holds up more. I haven't been able to find episodes of Goof Troop um, mm. through the normal channels, mm. pun intended. Uh, <laughs> and so I haven't rewatched it, so I don't really have an opinion on it currently. Hmm. Huh. I was a pretty big fan as a kid. I loved it as I went as Maximilian uh, <laughs> for Halloween one year. Uh-huh. My mom. I actually still have the hat. My, I wear it sometimes. I know. I wish. My... I wish you'd take it off. <laughs> I uh, no. I wear it my. I wear it around my daughter and go woof 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 woof. Dogs. <laughs> <loves to laughs> <so. Yeah>. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not much. You can't really respond to that, people. Sorry. <laughs> Um,
2: I went with. Ooh, I was going back and forth. So it was like kind of a one I loved as a kid and one I like as an adult. I went mm-hmm. with the one I liked as an adult. I went with the Ben Stiller Show. Oh. No. Um, which hmm. was a one season, 13 episodes, but pretty much anybody who became anybody in comedy kind of mm-hmm. had like their start there. Um, and it's, yeah, just a really clever sketch show, kind of in the mold of like what would become Mr. Show. Yeah. Uh, actually, Bob and uh, David. Bob Odenkirk and, and David Cross start out with Ben Stiller there. And um, it's a really good one. I was on the fence with uh, Adventures in Wonderland. Hmm. Do you remember that one on yes. Disney? It, uh, was, uh, the...
4: it wouldn't make my list, but <laughs> it
3: sounds familiar. It was uh,
2: Alice in Wonderland live action on Disney. The most memorable thing about it is that the White Rabbit was on rollerblades.
3: <laughs> was that like a miniseries? Uh, no, that? it was
2: just a regular oh, old. I... It was pretty weird.
3: Yeah. yeah it, it's a foggy memory. It sounds familiar. Yeah,
2: that's probably what it should be.
3: (laughs) I'll
4: I'll stick with Ben Stewart. Uh, Mine was the Addams Family
2: animated series. Yeah, really good. Just liked it. Yeah, I know. Uh, Are you a little shocked that I didn't pick it for you?
4: I thought you (laughs) might, but.
3: uh, I actually really thought you would, and I forgot that I thought that.
4: Ah. Um, Uncle, whoever does Uncle Fester's voice, it's like yeah. a super memorable voice. He does voices in all kinds of things. Um, but, uh, anyway, that was good. Yeah. I liked it, so.
2: On the topic of Adam's Family, I saw that in 1992, the top-selling pinball machine of all time, uh, the Adam's Family. Uh, yeah. uh, it comes out that year <laughs> by uh, a company called Bali.
3: So appropriate. Uh, yeah. I
2: mean, I still still see it from place to place. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so my Ferguson um, was not as as how I would have viewed it as a kid it was so bad to me that I didn't even write Ferguson for the category here I wrote the name of the show as the category <laughs> and then wrote the show under it and realized after the fact I'd done it uh, it was Real World and <laughs> oh, it's, it's, really? not so, it's not so much because of what Real World was then mm-hmm. because I, I've gone back and rewatched it and the show's not that awful it's because of what It launched, and something else would have launched it in time, but it's like, if memory serves, the first reality show. It's Mm got to be.
4: This is the true story.
2: True story. Seven strangers (laughs) picked to live in a loft and have their lives taped to find out what
1: happens (laughs) when people stop being polite. Could you get the phone?
3: And start getting real.
4: The real world.
3: And where we are now where yeah oh gosh i wish we could go back and and not be there but something would have come along and done it.
2: boy that would almost be a good ferguson event as well you know what I mean? like, yeah that, like, that could have been an event like yeah. the launch. i have yeah. i have a much better Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but the, i like that oh man i don't know i'm tempted like the launching of reality tv that's pretty awful yeah um okay uh i went with uh mad about you it was a sh- <laughs> it was a show that was on a lot in my house, and mm. usually I could like what my parents would watch. They like watch Frasier and Roseanne, and I could usually plop down and be like, "Okay, I can watch this." But something about Mad About You I could not connect with uh, at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I-, I thought about it as a Ferguson
4: didn't go with it finally, but yeah. that's a. Uh... It was poor. I always remember that Seinfeld episode. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, George, like George, is dating Susan for the first time again, and she's like, uh, Jerry's trying to get him to go out, and Susan yells to him like, "Mad about you, oh. son," <laughs> like, and he's just so depressed looking. Like, yeah. Oh, God.
2: yeah, well, that's
4: that's the one. <laughs> uh, my Ferguson is also the real world. Yeah, uh, uh, and <laughs> didn't like it at the time. I
3: just I have no real thoughts about it. Yeah, I guess. I I've, just
4: don't
2: care for it. Yeah, yeah, no. I think like you you expressed it pretty well.
3: It launched a genre, and retrospectively looking back on it, that the first couple seasons, I, I think the second season, there was a dude who just like sat around and played video games, <laughs> and that's why you don't see TVs in any uh, seasons after. But those first couple seasons actually felt like it was real. Now you watch it and it, you know you is it still on um i don't know it had been recently oh, okay. and when i say recently that could be like the past five or six years but I, <laughs> the past 20 I, years <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it, it ran for quite a while okay. um but yeah some incarnation of that show is on in, All right. you know whether it's jersey shore or whatever right, they yeah. have now yeah and you can just tell it's clipped together yeah it's it's not genuine they put the people who you know are gonna fight with each yeah. other and it's just unenjoyable <laughs> so
2: yeah i think that i missed that one somehow Hmm. Um, do you know what the top,
4: t- top watched show was this year? Uh, Non-news show? I do not.
2: I'm no guesses? Is it the same as 91? Cheers? Mm, no. Um, Seinfeld? No. I don't know. Roseanne. Ah, uh, that's not a is, surprise. Which is back. Great, yes, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. But, uh, Okay, so what are we doing next?
3: Next, we're gonna jump into uh, Nick shows so that yeah. aired in '92, and uh, out of the shows that aired, there only was two that I watched mm. for sure. And, <laughs> at, gra- um, at Grandma's house, yeah, at Grandma's <laughs> house, and hands down, favorite was Guts. Okay. Guts came out '92, wow. and that uh, out of the two was the one that I watched and remembered well.
4: So yeah,
3: Guts. I think people, listeners, will be happy
4: about that because I think we've been a little hard on Guts recently.
2: Well, you supported Guts.
4: Uh, yes, but I put it at the bottom of my game shows. Yeah, top out five, of five, so, yeah. yeah, it's
3: not that far down. Yeah, it's pretty close to number well, one. Well, there's only like <laughs> ten total game shows. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked about <laughs> that. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, that was, what would have been? So you don't have to give your last name, of course. But what would uh, what would have been your nickname? You know how Mike always been like,
3: this is Robert. Raging Robert. Probably like Inside Kid um, or something. Jason Inside Kid? Jason Jason Inside (laughs) Kid. I I (laughs) wasn't... I wasn't much of uh, like a, a sports type, yeah. so yeah, I liked guts, but oh, I had I no see place now. on. It. Yeah, see. like the yeah.
2: like Jason Homebody. <laughs> yeah, like,
3: I yeah, can't hit the ball. They, they would. They like if they had watched me play, they'd be like, "We can't come up yeah, with a J- name for this, Jason kid. <laughs> Loner." Yeah. J- yeah, yeah, that would. J- J- Jason. Last pick, Jason. Last pick. Last name. J- right. Jason.
2: Favorite song: Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs>
3: just instead of a name going dun 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 yeah so yeah i probably wouldn't have had a cool name and i probably wouldn't have one yeah sure <laughs> um but everybody gets to the aggro crag so that's the cool yeah, thing. yeah. yeah i would have gotten nice. to it but i
2: would not where's the actuator climbing <laughs> uh, are you gonna keep blowing these crystals <laughs> Uh, my favorite, and we've, and we talked about this, this is up for debate as to what year the show started, because you have your Canadian version, you also have a special, but I'm going with Are You Afraid of the Dark, uh, because it's when the tale of, uh, the Phantom Cab first airs, 1992, so, um, you've had it for your 1991, yeah. I believe, uh, I'm gonna have it for my 1992, um, only, I think there was only three or four. Uh, oh no, no, I think there was nine episodes that that occurred in 92 so um yeah are you afraid of the dark we've already kind of expressed our love for the show did things for i think the genre of kids television that no show had really done before uh and uh i'm forever grateful to it
4: nice well i kind of cheated here i
3: went with snick no, not a just cheat. Picked it as yeah. a. I thought about. Thing. I thought about cheating as well I did, for I, my close call. I think we all
2: did. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I mean, what more can we say? Great. It's great. Yeah. yeah.
2: More of a programming block, but yeah. as a thing, it's uh, just so cool. Yeah.
3: Yep. Um, yeah. So my close call was the Nick Arcade. Um, and really, I didn't have a lot. I was going to pick Snick, but I thought it'd be too cheaty. Um, no no offense. Um, I, I didn't know what the rules were. So sure, sure. anyway, Nick Arcade, I kind of remember. Not really well, but I would have liked it because it was about video games. Yeah. And yeah. so it was just like, well, that'd be my close call out of these two shows I've seen. <laughs> nice.
2: Uh, I went with Guts. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, cool.
3: I went with Nick Arcade. Very
2: good. It. Yeah. We've talked a lot about game shows, so. <laughs> Ferguson,
3: I don't have one. I, you know, are you afraid of the dark? I probably would have enjoyed. Yeah. But let's say the memory of not being allowed to watch. <laughs> is my Ferguson. Yeah. I like that Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure we have the one. Yeah, we, we have to. Ready?
2: One, two, three, roundhouse. Oh, what? no. I have something
3: else. You're <laughs>
4: supposed to say that. Yeah. yeah I, 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 just, I could see him not making the letter with his mouth. So it's like, can, oh, can no. Can you guys this do the different. one, two, three again yeah. and then
3: say different things? That be perfect.
2: One, okay. two, three, roundhouse. Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> I, you know, I considered it. Come I considered on. it. <laughs> but she's doing, uh, Linda Ellerby was doing yeah. such a public service. I know.
4: As an adult i appreciate the the effort i guess but uh, yeah. as a kid i just wanted nothing to do with that that is Correct. and it was always on, it seemed like it was always on sunday night like last thing and yeah. it just like last thing i want to watch before i have to go to school back to school tomorrow is fake yeah. news
2: hmm. Well, I, yes, I'm not going to debate that, that I thought it was good. Um, Roundhouse was a show I just really wanted also nothing to do with. Um, and it's weird yeah. because some of our most vocal listeners have really been on our case about yeah. not showing Roundhouse enough love, but I just...
3: Oh, well, it's getting some radio time now. It, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just can't muster the strength. I I watched one probably four months ago on The Splat. They, oh. For some reason they were airing it, and... uh I hate it. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I really hate it. Uh, so Roundhouse is an easy yeah. Ferguson for 92 for me.
3: Nice. Yep. All right. I got Nick Episodes
2: next. Nick Episodes. Yeah. A lot of good ones. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And and so for me, it's like, and Clarissa explains it all, I watched a lot of that. Mm-hmm. and But I couldn't remember any of the episodes, clearly. So I ended up with uh, Regarding Stewie from the Rugrats, where mm. uh, Stew... Uh, falls off the house or whatever and he thinks he's a baby and i remember (laughs) that i didn't go back and watch it i went solely on do i remember the episode yeah and uh i remember it really well and i love Rugrats, (laughs) so that was an easy pick for me
0: hello mr duck not like that stewie first you have to fight the duck or he won't tell you anything fight yeah but I'm scared. Sure you're scared, Stewie. Everyone gets scared sometimes. But you can't be scared all the time. Well, okay. I'll try.
1: He's the bravest baby I ever saw.
2: Yeah, yeah I remember that That one. is a funny one. Uh, I went with Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Tale of Laughing in the Dark.
0: Sorry, my lad. I didn't mean to scare you. Gonna give it a go, huh? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not indeed. It's the most fun in the park when you're laughing in the dark.
2: Um, uh, An episode I've... I've championed yeah. since early in the show, and I will continue to champion. It was my favorite episode of Are You for the Dark. Uh, as we talked about uh, on our... I forget why we talked about it. We talked about it not too long yeah. ago. Uh, I think maybe on Super Toy Run. Just a episode that kind of stands alone a little bit compared to some of the other yeah. series. Okay.
4: Great pick. Thank you. Um, but I went with space geeks and johnny unitas yeah
2: really good so good the adventures of so weird yes excuse me Uh, thank you for that (laughs) (laughs)
4: this is one of the earliest ones like one of the specials yeah it was a special one of the last specials Um, and it's just oh man i love it now like i love the story today as like it just seems brilliant like the whole thing it's just like very complicated and this kid thinking of this kid that you know as being an alien yeah. it's just like it was kind of mind blowing as a kid I remember at the time. that I, I, I remember that and he, coming back to me a little bit he like f- he's just getting the uh, radio waves of the <laughs> of Johnny Unitas yeah, playing
2: keeps listening to the game yeah. Yeah.
0: it was pretty weird stuff but as I was about to find out the weirdest thing of all was the one thing we had in common
4: they called it the greatest game ever played, you know. What? The 1958 NFL championship game between the Baltimore Colts and the New York Giants. First sudden death overtime game played in history. Ever heard about it?
0: Heard about it? It's my favorite game of all time. Seven minutes into overtime, and Johnny Unitas hands off to Alan Amici, who takes it in from the one. Bolts win 23 to 17. Best game I ever saw. Wait, how could you have seen it? It happened uh, 34 years ago.
4: Of course I didn't actually see
0: it. I just read about it in a book. You want to know something interesting? Right here in this star system, 365 billion miles away, that game was just played for the very first time. What do you mean? It's simple. Joe explained that after the 1958 game was over, the TV waves that carried the broadcast kept going out deeper and deeper into space. After 34 years of traveling at the speed of light, the waves had gone far enough to bring the game to the Alpha Centauri star system.
2: It's a, it's even uh, for Pete and Pete, it's uh, even a pretty weird episode. They usually, I don't know, besides Artie, they don't have, like, elements of, like, here's an alien. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, That's a good one. Uh, So what about Close Calls?
3: I think my Close Call would be Doug's Secret Admirer. Um, Again, it it was kind of between that and Doug's Worst Nightmare, just two episodes that I remembered. Ooh,
2: I love Um, Worst Nightmare. Yeah, that
3: that was a good one. I just remember it really clearly, like, you know, (laughs) if I can remember it, it's like, oh, it stood the test of time in my mind. I (laughs) I know what they're talking about from reading it, so... So, yeah, those two just stuck out as ones that I remembered, so.
2: Okay, cool. I went with Doug's Hot Ticket, uh, which is uh, him and Skeeter attempting to go see the Beats, even though Hmm. uh, there's no tickets, and they run into the Beats at the Hunker Burger. Oh, yes, yes, And they get all the gear, Uh, and then they get, like, VIP passes.
3: Now, did you like that? Because you're like, that would be so cool if that happened to me. Yes, (laughs) exactly,
2: yeah. Squeeze. Sponge? <laughs> um, yeah. No, exactly. Like, you put yourself in their scenario of, like, oh, it seems very realistic. I wouldn't go to a concert I wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. Seems very realistic. I would just go to where wherever I'm usually at. And it would be so cool if the people I wanted to see most pulled up. Uh, just a great kind of dreamlike episode.
4: Yeah, I loved in that episode thinking about like that what happens to them would be better than having gone to the concert to begin with like this is the dream yeah that's it um cool uh mine is goodbye Michael hello Pinsky ah salute your shorts yeah uh this is the one this is the (laughs) first episode of season two when Michael is no longer at camp and we are
2: introduced to Pinsky and Mr. Ronnie Pinsky (laughs) and Salami uh, (laughs) yeah uh Wow, what a literal episode title. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that is a great one. Are you. Uh, I don't know if we should save it for anything. I guess not. Are you prefer Michael versus Pinsky. Yeah. <laughs> we could always do a versus, <laughs> but which one would you pick? Um, man. It's tough.
4: I like them both for different reasons. My first inclination is Pinsky, I guess.
2: Yeah, mine too. So I don't, I don't know if there is a version. Right now, so I,
3: I love that show. I. It, I just would have to go and rewatch it to remind myself of it.
2: Yeah. well, get back to us, <laughs> uh, Ferguson.
3: I didn't have one mainly because if I could remember an episode, it was usually fondly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, nothing. I think I could probably go and say, "Oh, well, I hated that whole series of something." And yeah. But I couldn't watch Are You Afraid of the Dark, so I'm going to go with that for my Ferguson. (laughs) All those episodes I missed. Thanks, Grandma. (laughs) Uh, uh, Real quick, a few. uh, There was a
2: ton of great episodes um, on Uh, Rugrats. Not not close calls, but just to mention Reptar and Ice, which Uh, a pretty big deal. Uh, Beach Blanket Babies, which holds a fond spot in my heart, where they go to the beach to try to free the uh, sea monkeys. And then mm. Ice Cream Mountain, of course. Yes, I love a, that one. Uh, all three, I think, are pretty notable. So, uh, my Ferguson is also from Are You Afraid of the Dark, and it is the tale of Jake and the Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, a just a <laughs> I I would watch it now only out of like uh, irony yeah. of it's really pretty poor. Um, it's silly. It's odd, and it's really fantastical. <laughs> Um, it's just a weird weird are you afraid of the dark
4: yeah not I guess I wouldn't like immediately think of it as one of the ones I hate but I I can see that it's lower yeah Yeah, it's just lower (laughs) uh I do not have a Ferguson for this one All right, a lot of good stuff
3: yeah that's for sure uh that brings us to interesting events yeah um this was uh it's kind of try to think of things that affected me as a kid for this one um and I'd have to say, the top event for me was Creepy Crawler's coming out. Wow. That, that was the year it came out. I remember that toy, I really wanted it and I got it, Yeah. so I that, that played with it a bunch. Creepy
0: Crawler's! It's the Creepy Crawler's Oven! It's the Creepy Crawler's Super Oven! Wow!
1: Mega a A super oven and a timer!
0: It makes bigger, better bucks! And now you can make your own Mighty Morphin Power Rangers! Cool! It makes super sized bugs and Power Rangers. Super fast! That's why they call it the Super Oven.
4: We call our Super Oven comes with everything here. Other mold, plastic, goofs, all stuff. Your power is put together like batteries, not
3: included. From Toy Max. So, also, uh, a couple other toys came out. Gak was 92, right. and uh, Barbie's Dream House, which didn't matter to me, but it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it
2: certainly mattered to many. Yeah. Uh, We
4: actually had multiple creepy crawler things and broke them multiple times by accidentally (laughs) like leaving the
2: uh, leaving it in too long.
4: Yeah, leaving the the uh, like scooper
3: in with the tray and then it melted. Yeah, I don't know what became of mine. I just remember wanting it and using it. Like cool, picture it and smell it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, cool. Dangerous toys of the nineties.
2: Did you happen to catch what the top selling uh, Christmas toy was?
3: of that year i did not and i probably should have seen as i was looking at the toys
2: oh it was a um, uh, troll dolls oh were okay. a big seller and then the super soaker 100
4: ah. oh yeah
3: was that the blue one with the uh, yellow tank i want to say it's a green tank and a well uh orange okay yeah not the one i'm thinking of
2: it's uh yeah so the the plastic part of it the the part you hold is blue
3: and the the tank is like lime green yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one. I, that's the one I was thinking of. We had hmm. one of those. Yeah, yeah. I think we weren't normally allowed to have guns, but <laughs> we got away with that.
2: <laughs> you cannot watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Here's a fake gun. Well,
3: <laughs> no, I'm joking. If you looked at the Super Soakers, it was. I think my mom was finally like, because before the Super Soakers, squirt guns looked like plastic. Yeah. Clear. Usually, in our case, they're always plastic, but or um, I'm sorry, like translucent. Yeah. Um. So you knew they weren't real guns, but they were modeled after real yeah. guns and super soakers came out and they didn't look like real guns so i think that was kind of mm. the okay we yeah. can have guns draw. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah my uh interesting event is the premiere of snick huh. uh something that provided me years of entertainment shows that i still love to obviously reminisce about um so it just seemed like a kind of a cool cultural event in in my childhood something that i was excited about on a weekly basis every saturday night so snick was for on a personal basis, my interesting event.
4: Nice. Um, mine is the Cartoon Network launching. It's great. That. Yes. Loved it. Still like
2: it. Do you have any idea <laughs> of what uh, they were showing, like, when they... Was it all just old stuff? I think
4: it was mostly, um, yeah, older, like... Kind of bad cartoons, yeah. but uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast was pretty early on. Okay,
3: And might have even been right away. I loved that. Yeah, um, I think it might have been because I remember it. At the age I was, yes, I didn't like Space Ghost because yeah. I was like seven or eight. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> so uh, I think I think it might have been right around. It probably would have had to
2: been out. like '93, like right since it couldn't have been '92. I think we would have saw it. What Space Ghost as a show?
4: Well, it was well when Cartoon Network started, it was like. Part of it. It was like on USA at oh. night at a different time. Interesting. Oh, yeah. So, okay. You know, I remember that. it was easy to miss at the time.
2: Weird. I, I did not know that. So, mm. Cartoon Network was part of USA? Yeah. Would that have been Duckman or was Duckman USA?
4: Duckman was USA.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Cool. Uh, what about close calls? My
3: close call was uh, Bill Clinton becoming president.
0: That's what this election's about. And it's about your future. I want you to send a message to this country about what kind of country we're going to have, about what kind of future you want, about what kind of leadership you believe in, and about how we can win again.
2: This is the time. New Hampshire is the place. This is
3: our country. Let's take it back. Paid for by Clinton for president. And uh, mostly because this, it was like right around the age where you became aware that something was happening with the president. and. I would think that this was 91 that he played the saxophone, Yeah, but I remember seeing that, so it, it stuck out, this guy was playing the saxophone, it was yeah. the first time that I was at an age where you're able to say, the president's changing and that meant something. Yeah. So that, that, that stands out, I mean, it's obviously a big event, and it was a big event for me realizing that that's the first time I became aware of a president. Yeah, like politi-
2: so, political awareness. Yeah, at
3: a small scale, yeah.
2: And you're a gigantic saxophone fan.
3: Well, I know you're uh, making a joke, there, but actually, both of my sisters played saxophone. Oh, uh, okay. And band, so,
2: and were you a big fan of like hearing them practice at yeah, home? Because Bill Clinton not. also played.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Bill Clinton was, uh, I mean, throughout high school and stuff, he was a great punchline for jokes. Right. Um, we used to, I think we called it the blank book. We used to take a blank sketchbook and find news clippings and then make jokes. Yeah. So, uh, so me and a couple friends would work together and you'd take the book home you'd put in articles and sometimes they were relevant and bill clinton jokes were <laughs> always relevant to what was happening in yeah. the news. and they were there was a lot of them and I, I, a while back i came across a book and I, I don't know if i just pitched it after i found it but we did tons of them
2: so yeah man it, it's odd to think about living in an era where people make jokes about the president um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh <laughs>
3: I think it was taboo at the time. I mean, like, we kept that book closed.
2: No, it really was. I remember, like, when people started making Bill Clinton jokes, it was like, is this a thing we can do?
3: Right, and I don't know if that was because we were younger or because it wasn't happening. Because I think it might have been happening. Like, the adults were probably doing
2: it. Yeah, well, and the content of what he was being made fun of. Right. Like, like, we shouldn't have been talking about it. Right, at all. I was like... (laughs) Yeah, but you just hear the name Monica, and you're like uh what (laughs) uh my close call was the passage of the 27th and as it turns out last amendment to the constitution so uh it's the last time we passed in a constitutional amendment Hmm. the 27th amendment uh limits or well it pretty much tells congressmen that uh they have the of of course ability to give themselves uh, a pay increase but that increase does not take place until after they have been elected so the end of their term You'd have to be reelected to get your pay increase. Hmm. Uh, That was originally proposed by James Madison in 1789 as part of the original Bill of Rights, uh, which Hmm. were 12 initially. Um, so it took over 200 and it took over a little over 200 years to pass, but uh, eventually they would have
3: wanted that like right away.
2: (laughs) Well, they always had the ability to give themselves the pay increase. Oh, okay. So it didn't dictate that, which is of course what they wanted. What the amendment did is pretty much say like, well, if you want it, you got to,
3: get reelected first oh okay you gotta yeah. wait till your new term well then i can be on board with that
2: yeah so it's a it's a good policy 200 years yes. in the making seems like just really significant and it's so hard to pass an amendment that uh and it's the last time it happened so i had to throw it on there you, somewhere do you
3: think we're heading towards a new amendment anytime soon well uh, there's
2: always some being proposed but uh they're just it's like just i mean you yeah. think about it 240 years of history and only 27 right it's just hard to do just see and, it seems like we're, the on the, time.
3: we're on the cusp of something happening i no. can it's in the air like yeah you're more you're scaring me <laughs> no 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 yeah. i'm just a, a, a real question do you think
2: uh i don't know i i mean i haven't heard of any proposed but uh but yeah there's always some floating around right. um yep. they,
4: yeah.
3: might hmm. see another one in our lifetime
2: maybe yeah. it'd, be, it'd be cool Hmm.
4: Uh my close call is the Nickelodeon time capsule being buried at uh, Universal <laughs> Studios. Very <I> appropriate. <laughs> Did
2: I saw this, but I didn't remember. it. Did you? Uh yeah.
4: You remember, you don't remember this
3: time capsule thing? Uh
2: reading about it, I just reading about it now. I uh, don't remember actually yeah. happening.
3: When are
4: they, well, they supposed a, to dig it up? 2042. Ooh, we'll year. be around. Quite a
2: while. I hope so. If they
4: don't uh I don't know. put a building on top of it or something.
0: <laughs> or... Now we asked you kids out there, we got a newspaper right here. What are the newspapers? Now you may, may ask yourself, what's a newspaper but a list of the things that have changed since yesterday? We put a newspaper in that time capsule right there. We asked you kids because we wanted to show kids in the future what was important to us here in 1992, what was important to you. So what we got, we got the, a list of some of the things that you guys read off to us. We have a, uh, a well, let's read it off right here. We got the smallest thing is a stick of gum. We got a skateboard in there. We've got six books, a history book, a comic book, a phone book, and a world atlas. We've got news reports from Desert Storm, the AIDS crisis, the end of the Soviet Union. We got movies, Home Alone and Back to the Future. We got photos of things that were too big to put in there so we took pictures of them. Bicycles, trains, cars, politicians, none of them in there. We got celebrities. We got a piece of the Berlin Wall. We got lead pencils, this week's TV guide. We've got a baseball in there. We got all sorts of stuff. We got a Barbie. We got a Game Boy. I mean, you can see the list right here. We got some great stuff in there. We even got a Nicktoons T-shirt. We got CDs by Michael Jackson and Hammer. We even got some Twinkies in there.
3: Wow, some kids ridiculous. are not going to know what that VHS is. <laughs> when it comes out. It's going to be cool. Like, yeah. What, yeah. Why? Why would they, buy it? they They might not even know what DVDs are by that time. <laughs> yeah. well, seriously, yeah, no, yeah. everything's streaming Digital. and yeah. 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 Cool capsule. Yeah, that is cool. I wouldn't mind getting my hands on that. <laughs> um, so Fergusons. I uh, oh I've been waiting for this one ever since we did songs. Uh, my Ferguson was Miley Ray Cyrus, was born in nineteen ninety two. And that's kind of mean. And I so I also have a uh, Windsor Castle caught fire in I a saw lot that. of art. Yeah, a lot yeah. of art was lost and it, I don't know what was lost, but it's sad to think about stuff that survived a long time yeah. like that just yeah. being lost. But yeah. also Miley Cyrus <laughs> was born. Yeah. So kind of like a real world thing where she's like one of those people who's like, what are you doing to our culture right now? Yeah. But somebody else would just be there in her place. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah.
2: Okay. Huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had um, I have the, if you guys remember it, the M- McDonald's coffee lawsuit. Uh, with the lady yeah. who spilled coffee on herself and then sued.
3: McCown's. I've actually done a lot of research on this subject yeah. lately. lately. Um, <laughs> yeah, like within the last year. Um, because this, that's like a really misunderstood lawsuit. That woman did not want to sue, Yeah, first I, of all.
2: I Listen, I I, I, <laughs> I saw the HBO documentary. Oh, Hot, they made a documentary. Yeah, called okay. Hot Coffee. Um, I didn't see that.
3: It's Are you not, sure uh, that wasn't for... Uh, Grand no. Theft Auto? Really-
2: <laughs> um, listen, I understand. Like, she actually, like, she, she severe burns, like, she, like, months of therapy, a year of therapy, like, third degree burns on her stomach and legs. So like I, it's not that I really blame her. It's more right. like it's more what it launched because the the kind of like the real world. Yes, the perceived yeah. notion of what people understood was, oh, if a company messes up in any small way, I can become rich. Right, and, but and then like kind of unleashing this lawsuit culture. So I don't really blame the lady. Was very old. Right. Um, it did go to court. It's called. Uh, it was
3: way too hot. Le- too. It was way too hot.
2: <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, she got i just think under a million or something like that but um
3: all she wanted was her medical bills paid too correct so mm. yes yeah i just i don't want to tarnish her name because <laughs> I, feel, I feel you get those sound bites and yeah. that's all people hear we don't we don't condone that well i don't condone that i right. should not speak for you right, right, right um but no i i don't disagree with you yeah that, that did launch that culture of get what you can yeah because that's so, how that's how we so understood good, it so i'm gonna go ahead and say good pick as opposed to <laughs> i came out fighting and i'm gonna back off i I, I agree with your, I, your point.
2: I totally get her. Like, from her, if her story is like, yeah, like she should have sued uh, what she went through. And uh, yeah, the other case is called Liebeck versus McDonald's Restaurants. I uh, hmm. wonder
3: where they came up with the name.
2: <laughs> uh, so that's my Ferguson.
4: That is the second Seinfeld-related thing uh, today. Oh, Kramer. Episode. That's yeah. right,
2: yeah. And he, he botches that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Um, my Ferguson is president at the time, George H.W. Bush, vomiting on the <laughs> pr- Japanese prime minister's lap. Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> when
3: when good. would that have benefited? Because in 92, Clinton became president. So that was like a... Well, you're
2: elected in 92, but you don't take office until January of the following year.
3: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Why did I think that he started in 92? He yeah. was elected. Yeah, okay. He just didn't start yet. Okay, oh, so maybe that was the sex year.
2: Uh, yeah, I think so. For Arsene- some
3: reason, I was thinking he got elected in 91, and now that I'm thinking about the mm. way our world works, uh, I'm an idiot.
2: 92 <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's elected, so probably he played Arsene- on an Arsenio Hall in 92, yeah. 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 Oh,
3: great. So that sax moment. I yeah, would say, just say <laughs> the sax moment is the moment then. Um, anything else to say on that one? No. That's it. No, that's a good one. That's
4: all I
2: know yeah, about it's a, it. It's really. a very humorous, uh, <laughs> yeah. light, lighter one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, as always, um, in the sporting world of 92 uh our champions are in basketball uh the chicago bulls defeat the portland trailblazers 4-2 in the nba finals uh in major league baseball world series the toronto blue jays defeat the atlanta braves 4-2 in that series uh the super bowl is played between the washington redskins and buffalo bills and the redskins win 37 to 24 And the Pittsburgh Penguins, shout out to Justin, uh, defeat the Chicago Blackhawks. They sweep them four to to nothing. So those are your 1992 champions.
3: Really seems like the Cleveland Indians should have been in that roundup. You had the Braves. You got the Blackhawks.
2: Oh, right. It was a year for Natives. It was a year for the Natives. (laughs) And the Redskins. I mean, seriously, that's... Yeah. That's... uh, (laughs) Yeah, typ- typical. <laughs> uh, uh, 1992 was also the last year that both the winter and summer Olympics shared uh, the same year. They mm. took place in the same year. Hmm. So, uh, kind of, kind of a cool, kind of a cool thing. And that's all I got on 1992. Quite a year. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of good stuff. A lot of stuff started to change. I have a feeling 93 is going to be even nuttier. It's starting yeah. to feel like the 90s a little bit. Well, well yeah. that
3: 92 was Rodney King. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh.
2: yeah. Uh, but um, it was nice to talk about.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I've. Uh,
4: <laughs> fun to revisit. I don't know if I want to go live there.
3: No. But... Yeah. Eight year old me who wanted to stay eight is like, <laughs> hmm. Glad I moved forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: Could have turned out like big almost. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, Well, um, I hope you guys enjoyed our. Uh, our latest edition of you in Review, um, but we'll be moving on next week to episode 55. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing next week?
4: Uh, for the first time, a little Angry Beavers. That's right. Uh, Beaver Fever
2: will be the episode. It's a classic. Yeah. Yes. Um, if we're going to do Angry Beavers, might as well get right to the yeah, classics. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, we'll do Beaver Fever. Uh, In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. Uh, You can email us, which is the preferred method, orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Podbean, and we're on iTunes. Shout out to our newest uh, five-star reviewer, mom of a one-year-old going on 13. (laughs) Really hit home, Jason? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for uh, your kind review that is a really helpful way of uh, supporting the show and of course telling any friends uh, is also a helpful way Jason thanks for yes. reminiscing with us
3: yeah, it was really fun guys
2: another great
4: episode with Jason we, we've we uh, heard good things about you from our listeners awesome I oh. hope, hope to have you back sometime I
3: hope to come back sometime <laughs> cool <laughs> I don't know how I can always manage to say that so insincerely, but I mean it. I mean it so sincerely.
2: It's true. Every time you say it, I'm like, oh, he doesn't want to come back. No,
3: no, no I do. Oh, but I, uh, sincerity is a hard thing to hold. What off. would be like the next
2: thing you'd want to talk about with
3: us? Oh, uh, I'm hoping. Is there that... a topic you're urging? Well, <laughs> I'm kind of hoping. I don't I... know what Nickelodeon you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, the Ernst trilogy. I kind of had my fingers crossed to be uh be part of the trilogy. Alright, wow. so let's so let's okay. just
2: cement that. You'll yeah. be you'll be here for our trilogy.
3: <laughs> Alright, uh let my wife know. <laughs> well,
2: we'll see you next then.
3: God bless you, please,
1: Mrs. Robinson. Heaven holds the place for those who pray. Hey, hey, Hey hey! Hey hey! sofa on a Sunday afternoon, going to a candidates debate, laugh about it, shout about it, when you got to choose, every way you look at it, you lose, where have you gone, show the magic of our nation? This is Robinson, Joe and Joe has left and gone away, hey, 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 hey.